Welcome to First in Maine, your avenue to living well. I'm Debs here with my amazing co-host Lauren to meet you in the busyness of your everyday life, to pass along some of the insights and wisdom we've gained over the years. Don't try to figure out life alone. We want to connect you to some of the incredible, well-rounded people in our world. They're life coaches, counselors, pastors, physicians, just amazing people who can help you along the way. Each episode, we'll be sharing sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together. Hey guys, welcome back to First in Maine. Let me tell you, we have a special treat in store for you today. First of all, I'm Lauren. And I'm Debs. And today we have our fun, loving, beautiful, Holy Spirit-filled friend, Brittany Longshore with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you here today. I know Debs is too. I am too. <laughs> Guys, we all go way back, which you'll hear about that a little bit. Um, anyway, we've been talking about the concept of cultivating in the last few episodes. And so if you're just coming onto the page let me just say that we're basically talking about aligning with what the Bible teaches on the subject of cultivating, which it has a lot to say. It talks about sowing and reaping. There's a law of seed time and harvest. And, um, you know, there's just so much on that subject. So those are the things that we're talking about in terms of understanding them, aligning with them, and beginning to put the time and effort it takes to grow and flourish in our lives. And we can all do this. In episode 39, I talked about the process of cultivating. And then in episode 40, I had my bestie, Anika, come on and share her insights on the subject. And then in the last episode, Lauren and I started getting more specific. We talked about cultivating a positive attitude, which I've already been, my phone's been blowing up with people going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear. So um, we're glad that this is speaking to you, meeting you where you are and making a difference. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that we can always, always, always cultivate a positive attitude. Yes, we can. <laughs> Even if we think we have the best attitude, we could always work at it. So over the next several episodes, we are going to be discussing like a variety of different areas we can cultivate. We had just talked about cultivating attitude. And so today we really want to talk about another important area of our life, and that is our health and cultivating a healthy lifestyle physically and spiritually. That's right. And as Lauren and I were brainstorming about different areas in our lives that we cultivate, we felt like health is something that we've both been working on ourselves. And we also know that many of you out there are doing the same thing. You want to be physically healthy. You want to be spiritually healthy. So hopefully this conversation will help you. Yes, for sure. So we started thinking about some people that we know that would have a really good testimony in this area. And um, Brittany is the first person that popped into our minds yep. because we believe that her story will inspire you to just steward this area in your own life. I know that she inspires me daily on so many different ways. Me too. And I have had the privilege of seeing God transform Brittany's life and her family's. God has done such, just such a work in them, and it has truly been a joy watching her 
just grow in her relationship with God and just go from, you know, what the Bible says, glory to glory to glory, from one phase to another phase to another phase. So you guys are really in for a treat today. Yeah, definitely. So I've actually known Brittany for about like eight or nine years now. Um, We actually met kind of through your sisterhood event, Debs. Um, My friends, our mutual friend, Amber, um, invited Brittany to the sisterhood event that you hosted. Yeah. And... um, Amber turned around and invited me. And so Amber and I went to the event and at that event is where I met Brittany. And long story short, I um, got introduced to Brittany. I didn't even know we went to the same church. Funny. Yeah. So that day I got to meet Brittany and then we saw each other at church. We became friends and then we joined um, a women's Bible study together. And now here we are all these years later, we're sitting here at this table podcasting together. Yay. (laughs) Don't you love the way the Lord does that? You just never know. And he always, he brings amazing people across our paths. So yeah. um, And that's so funny that you relate meeting me with church because Mm -hmm. I relate knowing you to being my hairdresser. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, the only person I really trust doing my hair is Lauren. Lauren. (laughs) Yes. Well, I definitely enjoy that time. So if you can get to McDonough, look her up because she's amazing. (laughs) Well, I definitely enjoy that time with you too, Brittany. (laughs) So my relationship um, with Debbie, I met her in church, really one of the first churches we attended when we moved to Georgia um, I would say Debbie is like one of my first friends um, I since did moving not realize here. That. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so that's really cool, and it's just a relationship um, that grew. She, you know, um, had started sisterhood, and literally was the way I found my tribe moving to Georgia. Yeah. Um, we have no family here. Um, like that's all we knew. So. So grateful um, for Debbie and just the start of flourishing relationships and with women. Like there was a long time where I did not pursue women relationships. (laughs) Um, So I'm very grateful for that. I feel like there has been a lot of restoration um, through Debbie's ministry for me and my life. Um, So grateful for her and Bill. Yeah, God did amazing things and you were Mm -hmm. such a blessing to me personally. I could have never been able to do some of the things that we did. Uh, You came alongside me and uh, so many gifts and talents and were just, you know, showed up with uh, that positive attitude that we were talking about last episode. And we're just like, yeah, I'm here to help and jumped in. And there was never a task that was too small or too big that you were not willing to say, yeah, I'll put my hand to it. And I just, um, I want to thank you. I know I've thanked you before, but I want to say again, thank you so much for that because that was a, you know, we all need people to come alongside us mm-hmm. in whatever phase of the journey we're in. And so it makes all the difference in the world. So thank you. For sure. All right. Well, let's jump into this, guys. So Britt, will you take just a few minutes, tell us a little bit about yourself, married life, kids, that kind of stuff, and then your relationship with the Lord, how that kind of got started and how long you've been in a relationship with Him. Yeah, for sure. So um, I grew up in Florida, born and raised, um, only been in Georgia about uh, 10 years now, Um, married uh, almost 12 years, coming up in October. That is amazing in itself. 12 years is awesome. Yeah. Um, I've got four kids. 
14-year-old boy, twin girls that are 11, and I have an eight-year-old boy. Um, just recently started homeschooling. We're going into year three. We're super excited about that. Um, and recently, I started a new hobby. I've learned how to mill my own flour. Oh, and come I've started on. baking awesome. um, our own bread and muffins and cookies. I bet your house smells amazing. I know. It does. It does. Um, it's been so fun to um, just learn something new. That's awesome. And I imagine for the kids, too, being able to you know participate in all of that. That has to be oh, for sure. you know, pretty amazing. The, the eating part is, I think, all of our favorites because <laughs> yeah. it's been delicious. Yeah. <laughs> So in terms of your relationship with the Lord, how did you come to know Jesus? And yeah. you know, tell us just a little bit about that. Um, so when I was little, there was a church van that would come through our neighborhood and pick up the kids and bring them to church. Yeah, um, My family really didn't go to church. And so I just thought like, that's so fun um, to get on a bus and go somewhere fun. <laughs> um, so that's that's how I really started going to church was... A church fan came and picked me up. Um, I grew up Baptist. Uh, VBS every year was just a highlight of my childhood years. That's where I came to know Jesus. Um, oh, I felt like I, I lacked a lot of um, care as a child. And so I felt a lot of care at the church. And that's where I just, I wanted to be. And it, that has just never gone away. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So let's talk about spiritual growth a little bit. Because I've seen you over the years grow and develop in a lot of different areas. Can you share some, maybe some specific ways that you feel you have grown spiritually, where you've had to sow in a particular area and develop that area, and now you, there's real change has taken place? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I feel like spiritually, all my life, I haven't really been very disciplined um, in the area of like reading my Bible or um, like my church likes to call it um, stewarding stewarding your own edification. Oh, I love that. Say that again. Stewarding your own edification. Um, it, I feel like I've spent a lot of my life relying on other people to feed me, but me never really going and digging for myself. Okay. Um, and so there's a lot of things I didn't really know I was missing out on or didn't know um, until I joined Caneo. Like yeah. I've always read my Bible, but you know, I never really knew how to study my Bible. Okay. Um, so like actually learning how to study the scripture word for word, like what does that word really mean? Um, it, it's really made the Bible come alive to me. And whereas I would struggle to read my Bible 30 minutes, I can sit down now and go two hours and be like, man, I really need to wrap this up, but this is good. <laughs> um, That's so good. And, and so like, I'm just, I feel like a baby Christian, to be honest. Um, I feel like I'm on this new journey that I've never really known how to walk and pursue. Yeah. And so I'm just in a process of, like digging deeper, soaking up what he's teaching, and um, just trying to learn this quickly. So I've known you for a long time and had the joy of seeing you cultivate different areas of your life. I've seen you learn, sow, grow, 
and reap in different areas. Talk to us a little bit about what that process has been like for you. Um, well, I would say it definitely hasn't been easy. Um, I feel like there has been um, a huge learning curve and just learning to obey God's voice. And when he speaks, not questioning it and just moving into what he's telling you to do. I think I've spent a lot of my life getting in the way of God Mm. and just not letting him direct our steps. Um, And so lately I've walked through just a season of just repentance and surrender. And he's, he's really led us to where I believe right now in this season of our life, we are walking in the will of God. No questions like where we live, where we're, you know, who we're doing life with, like, 100% I'm in the will of God right now. Um, And it's just from obedience. Wow. So tell me what, you know, for those listening today, what that feels like. Uh, um, You know, it's, it's been emotional. There's just this, this state of mind, this peace that you feel. And it's like, you know, I've done a lot of striving to try and get here. Okay. And then when I finally surrendered it all, mm-hmm. it's like the rest just came. Yeah. So good. And so it's it, it's it's a good place to hear the Lord. Awesome. So talk to me a little bit about like the striving. Where do you give us an example of that if you can and kind of what you think where did that come from? Um, you know, I feel like for me, it's always been, I, I have a very strong personality. I'm constantly um, doing work, 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 work. I never really factor in rest. Um, I feel like if I'm not doing, I'm not being productive. Okay. Um, and so I feel like I have to work my way to something. Now, I still, I still work a lot, um, but it's like in different ways. Like I'm not striving to get to that place or, you know, to get the gold star. Um, like I'm doing it because I feel like the Lord has called me to do that or um, like he's, he's given me the grace right. mm-hmm. to do certain things. Um, we talk about that here, about learning how to work with the unforced. Yeah rhythms of grace. Mm -hmm. And so what I hear you saying in terms of if you really want to flourish in life, this process of like sowing and reaping, that really the sowing is obedience. Yeah, for sure. And the reaping is just that peace of God and the blessing of God that comes from obedience. Yeah. And when we do that, there is that you know, unforced rhythm. It's interesting that that particular scripture is in context of being yoked to Jesus mm-hmm. with your plowing. Yeah. A plow, you know, it's a, the yoke is on an oxen. You're actually out plowing in the field. Yeah. So when you are walking with him, surrendered to him, not like what you said, you know, kind of trying to go your own way, you're like, okay, this is the way he wants me to go. And you just like align with that. Um, 
it makes all the difference in the world, but it's a, it's a journey for a lot of us to get there. I love how you said that um, you felt like you were striving. You were really busy. You were doing a lot of things. And what I'm hearing from you also now is by surrendering to God, it's almost like you're letting God choose what priorities you have over your life. Like you're not choosing that for yourself. You're not busy choosing your own things. It's mm-hmm. almost like by obeying and surrendering to God, you set, you let God tell you, okay, this is what you need to do today, or this is what you should be doing. And I'm sure that has changed your life in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, because I know for me, there are times where you feel like you have to do, 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 and you have like a whole task uh, list of things to do, and you're checking them off, check, 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 check. And so how has that changed your life? as far as letting God choose for you instead of you choosing yourself? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I feel like just recently in my life, I've walked through that, um, just a transition period of where I was working outside of the home. My kids were in school and, you know, I just, I had this conviction from the Lord that I was putting ministry over my kids. I was putting other things tasks, duties, you know, my own personal to-do list, like schedules I created for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was putting that over my family and I just, I got really convicted and I ended up resigning from my job. And this was like right in the middle of COVID. Um, So I, I feel like COVID really made a lot of us start rethinking things about our life. Uh, I mean, it seems like a lot of people lately have had total life transformation. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like roads that we were going down, like we are no longer going down that road. Yeah. Um, and so COVID just really put things in perspective. And um, I felt the Lord was calling me back home. And it was the one thing I didn't want to do. But I feel like, you know, looking back on that now, it's the one thing that God could not have blessed me more yeah. with. Um, you know, we chose to homeschool our kids. Some, I'm not a teacher. I hated school. Um, and I'm like, Lord, like, you're not <laughs> calling me to be a teacher. Um, s- certainly this is not your voice. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Debbie told a story about this, about the girl walking by the hole. Oh yeah. Um, and like, you know, choosing to fall in or, not choosing to fall in, but then, you know, finally just taking responsibility for herself mm-hmm. and being like, okay, I'm not going that way anymore. I'm going to go this other direction. Yeah, I felt like that girl of like, just, just constantly in disobedience. Yeah. And I was finally obedient, went home, started homeschooling my kids. And it was like, the Lord is like, I'm restoring your years. Oh, come on. Everything that I feel like the enemy had tried stealing from me, time with my kids, time with my husband. Yeah. You know, things that I didn't, but I feel like I worked a lot and put a lot into my work because I really didn't know how to be a wife. I really didn't know how to be a mom. I never had those kind of things like modeled for me. And so I would like hide from those positions. And it's like God brought me back home because he wanted to teach me how to be a mom. Yeah, He wanted to teach me how to be a wife. 
And I'm telling you, in just the last six months, the restoration and things that he's restored, like, you can't buy that back. No. Yeah. You can't. And it's like, man, in just so little time of just us being obedient, like just the restoration that has taken place from doing things I didn't want to do or didn't feel called to do, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, man, listening to his voice and following that direction was like, okay, God, I trust you. Yeah. I trust you. He uses what you think is going to be horrible, terrible, wreck your world um, to like totally bless you in a way you didn't see coming. That's beautiful. It is. Um, for people listening, when you said like you really started feeling that conviction um, and him drawing you to that, how did he communicate that to you? What did, give us a couple, like, do you have some specifics? Um, yeah, I just, I really started, I would say I, I was really missing my kids. Okay. And so, um, I, like, I just started feeling guilty about certain things, just time not spent with them, you know, not making dinners a priority with my family. Um, I really had no, um, you know, plan, vision, or whatever for my family, mm. but I had all these plans and visions for my work. Mm -hmm. And so my priorities mm. were out of alignment. Yeah. Okay. No, that's really good. And I think that happens. And that's one of the things we're talking about in terms of health. And the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit, He's so gracious with yeah. us. He woos us into these places. And it is because He wants to do something, you know, far beyond what we can see or expect. And when we do take those steps, what He does through them is unbelievable. I remember, you know, for myself personally, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was so ready to do work for him, to do anything for him. And I remember him speaking to me very quietly, that still small voice, and asking me to have a child. And I remember for whatever reason, I, I guess because I was so irresponsible as a young person and had done so much crazy stuff, I did not think that I would be a good mom. And I was terrified of that. And so he, of all the things he could have asked me to do, he called me to the one thing that I was probably most afraid of. But then taking that step and trusting him, it not only, you know, he not only walked me through that, and I believe I was a great mom. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't because of anything on my own. It's just because he did it alongside with me. And then in the process of that, going on that faith journey with him, you know, he just, he gives back to you and shows you, look at what you can be with me. Yeah. And that takes your personal relationship with him to a, a whole nother level. And you, it, you know, it deepens your trust in the Lord. And um, that's what this journey is about, growing in our personal relationship with the Lord as he kind of demonstrates, you know, the full, fullness of who he is through those small steps of obedience. I love that, Brittany. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. And I just want to go ahead and say that both of you are amazing mamas. <laughs> <laughs> you both have great kids. You're great mamas. And so I'm so glad to, I mean, I don't have children, but I'm glad to see that you guys did really well in that area. Mm -hmm. And you continue to do really well in that area. 
Thank Thank you. you. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about spiritual health right now. And Brittany, you were telling us a little bit that you felt like you were like being disobedient. Um, So can you talk to us a little bit about how you cultivated this stronger connection with God and how you went from feeling like you were living in disobedience to feeling like you are now surrendering to what he wants? Yeah, um, for sure. I really, I feel like this journey started back, um, honestly, a year this month, um, my husband and I, we saw a post on Facebook about getting healthy and we're like, you know, 11 years we've been trying to lose weight and we just decided to do it. And I think that journey just led to developing some disciplines in our life. Mm. Um, And like, we just, we started like, it's like peeling back an onion. Like it was hard not eating the things we wanted to eat like breaking bad habits and all the things with like our body started aligning with like spiritual disciplines of getting up early, getting in the word, like setting ourselves a schedule. And we finally got to the place where we had, you know, lost a pretty good amount of weight. And, you know, Anthony, he had lost, you know, 60 pounds in 12 weeks. I had lost 40 pounds. And, like, there was just this boost of confidence that came with dropping the weight. Mm. And, like, we just started thinking differently. Like, we surrounded ourselves with a community um, of people that just believed in us and spoke life into us. And then we started believing it about ourselves. Yeah. Um, Because we really didn't think that way before. And we were just kind of stuck in, like, this this mindset of we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with confidence came like, it, it just led to other things like choices about, you know, where we live, what do we want for our kids? It, it started making us dream again. Yeah. And I think the dreamer in me may have died at one point, um, but it just, it woke something up inside of me and said that what we're doing isn't enough. Like there's more, God's got more out there there's more. And it just sent us on this journey of seeking what that more was. I love that. That was so good. Yeah. So when you were saying that you kind of got into in the morning, you would get up early, you would read, get in the word, you would read and study. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, did you and you and Anthony do it together? Did you do it separately? Did you have like a prayer room or a prayer chair? You know, what did that look like for you? Um, Yeah, for sure. So there were some mornings where we would get up and do it together. Um, some mornings we would have coffee together and then just read and pray together. Um, and then we kind of would do our own thing sometime, but we were just making that a priority every single day. And I felt like the Lord just blessed that. He blessed that time and we just started hearing him more clearly. So, um, in January, the Lord told me to start packing, and we didn't know where we are going. And so um, going back, I started, back in September, I started this um, ministry training program, program called Caneo, and it's really just the fundamentals and basics of um, Christianity, like training you for war. And... So I started Caneo, really didn't know like what I was getting into. And what it did was it just opened me up to like this new relationship with God, a relation, 
honestly just a relationship um, with God. Like I realized how much I lacked a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit. And it just gave me a new love for Jesus. And, you know, I heard it before I ever even registered. It'll make you fall in love all over again. And it was a love I didn't know I was missing in my life. Mm -hmm. And so being connected to Caneo, I was like, I knew I wanted to get on campus. We lived about an about two hours away. And so when I knew that we needed to pack, it was going to be somewhere near that church. Like God was leading us that direction. And so, you know, we were looking in Dawsonville. Um, we were looking around that area. And like, honestly, there was nothing on the market. I'm like, I didn't know how we were. I knew our house was going to sell fast because everyone's moving to McDonough. Um, but I had no clue how we were going to find a house. And um, we ended up, um, our, our realtor found us a place in Jasper, and it, it was in the mountains. Like, we had looked at a house in Dawsonville, and I could see the mountains off in the distance, and I was like, oh, how nice it would be to just wake up and see those mountains every morning. And then we come to, a, we come to Jasper, and it's an active mountain living community, community. And it's like, okay, I can either see the mountains in the distance or I can be on the mountain. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be on the mountain. Yeah, Come for on. sure. <laughs> and so I just felt like God landed us in like our literally like dream vacation spot. Like we, I'm like, how do we not know about this place? Like I would come in vacation here all the time. And so it just got me thinking, it's like, man, like how many of us are living life dreaming about something, oh, one day or when I retire, like, why is that our mindset when mm. I retire? Why not now? Like, yeah. why isn't our mind like, let's enjoy, you know, being there now. Life now. Yeah. 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 And so it just, it opened me up to all these things of like, man, I've really been holding myself back. Like just from my stinking thinking. Yeah. You Come know? On. Yeah. Um, so he he led us to Jasper and, you know, in December, before I got that word to pack, um, my kids for Christmas, we we got some like art supplies and we were doing some prophetic painting and, um, well, I, I didn't know it was a prophetic painting at the time. We were just drawing the mountains. We were painting mountains with a lake in front of it. And um, when we moved to the neighborhood we live in now, there's a spot in that neighborhood that we painted in December um, without ever seeing the neighborhood, without ever seeing <laughs> anything. Like God literally gave us a picture of where we were going to be. I wow. And we all painted it. It was it was amazing. I have a chill. I know. I know. My little hairs are standing up. And, and so isn't, it, isn't it those little moments like that you just, those are the moments where you're like, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at, the, look at God. Look he at is God. so yes. amazing. Yes. And so it's, you know, just tuning in to just the little things of like something as small as a painting and seeing how God confirms it. And it's like, Wow. Like, thank you, God. Like, thank yeah. you show, for showing me, like, I'm here. I'm still talking. Like, I'm still with you. Like, are you listening? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? I love that. So talk to us um, about the health journey that you've been on. So you have made some significant changes. You've had a just a lifestyle change overall. You're living in a better place. You feel like you have surrendered many things to the Lord. 
you're, you have your tribe now, a new community. You're growing, you're in the Word, you're digging deep, and you're having this, I mean, it's really a whole life uh, transformation. Yeah. So what are some of the things you think you've learned in terms of taking on a healthier lifestyle? Are there some like nuggets that you feel like now on the side, you know, where you stand now, you're like game changer, game changer, game changer. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I feel like, you know, when we start caring about our health and, you know, feeling well, like when you feel well, you operate well. And I feel like that's a place where I was stuck. I wasn't operating well. And, you know, just taking control over that, um, you know, gaining confidence back, gaining boldness back, um, just wanting to do stuff with my kids again. Um, I've noticed like whenever we go to the grocery store, like I'm constantly reading labels now, something I paid no mind to before, um, but I'm just looking at the sugar content. I'm looking at the ingredients. What do they say? And so now I see from my habits our kids are also reading labels and saying, is this healthy? Can I eat this? And so it's really shown me like, okay, they're watching what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, how am I modeling? Like, what am I modeling to them? Um, And I think that's another conviction that I've had at home is I've, I've questioned, you know, what are my kids seeing about me and what are they, you know, saying to others? Like how, how do they represent us? How do I represent our family? Um, and like, what do I want to be known for? Like, do I want to be known for teaching my kids healthy habits, Mm -hmm. like getting out, moving your body, watching what we eat, learning to make our own bread? Um, I feel like these are life lessons that are really going to help them. Um, and, and so really, I feel like that's what my focus has been on lately is just what are those life lessons that my kids are going to take with them to their family? And that is where I believe the lasting success comes from. It's knowing your why. Mm -hmm. And so you have a very strong why. You're looking at, um, and Anika referred to this in, you know, two episodes back, that our to-do list comes from our to-be list. Mm -hmm. And you've really spent some time thinking about who you want to be. And you, what I hear you saying is, I want to be a, a role model to my kids so that these things that matter, I'm modeling to them. And because you want to be that, now there are certain things that you do as a result of that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so that's a game changer. Um, anything else that you feel like you've learned along you know, the journey, you know, that would help somebody out there listening. If they're trying to make a change, what are some of those um, healthy disciplines that you've put into practice? Um, I would say, you know, setting a calendar and having rocks, like what are the big rocks in your calendar? You know, is being healthy going to be one? If it is, you know, you need to start meal prepping. Just start with something small, like, a small step, a small change, um, something that you know is going to help your family, help your schedule. I know for me, when I meal prep, 
I save myself hours of time during the week. Okay. And so I think that's really um, huge for somebody that's just trying to get healthy is like be intentional on what you're shopping for at the grocery store. Are you shopping for convenience? Are you hitting up fast food just because it's convenient? Well, you should put in a little bit of time in meal prep <laughs> and save yourself that extra money or, you know, time stopping, whatever. Um, I think sometimes we have to put a little bit of work in um, in order to get the results that we want. Which comes back to seed time and harvest. Absolutely. We sow. Absolutely. And we do um, eventually reap. Yeah. So walk us through kind of like what your meal prep routine is, because there's some people out there, they read about it, they see little posts, but like actually the nitty gritty, if you've never done that before, what? how would you encourage somebody to get started? Yeah. So um, for us, we keep it super simple. I'm not big on cooking. It's like, I'm like a three ingredient person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if it's like got more than three ingredients, I'm like, yeah, that's probably too complicated for me. Um, so uh, And remember she has four kids. Right. And you know, ever since our kids were little, we've always had the same rule for all of them. You eat what's on the table or you don't eat at all. Um, and I can tell you it's worked in our favor because all four of our kids will eat anything and everything. Love Even it. if it looks questionable, I'm like, yeah, I'm not eating that. They're like, oh yeah, no problem. I'll eat it. Yeah. Um, because that's all they've ever known is they're going to eat it. Um, but we just like to do a protein and a vegetable. And, you know, sometimes I'll throw some mac and cheese on for the kids. Um, and we season everything like we season meat. So our salads are seasoned just like our meat. Okay. Um, and it's delicious. It's simple. It's easy. When I go to the grocery store, um, you know, you always hear, if you want to eat healthy, just shop the outer aisles. And it's true. Yeah. Your meat and vegetables, everything that grows out of the ground, it's going to be on the outside. Um, so just keeping it simple, clean. Um, we just recently bought a whole cow. Um, We've been totally wanting to do that. Uh, you know, and I... I'm like, what are we going to do with a whole cow? But, um, you know, I'm looking at the prices in the grocery stores and I'm like, thank God, like we bought that cow because now like we don't have to worry about the inflation problems um, and trying to feed a family of six. Um, it's been really, really cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So. Okay. So food prepping, that's one. What's another one? Um, I, I would say hydrating yourself. You know, people don't realize how important hydration is and how much it affects you. Um, when I'm not hydrated, I can tell like my attitude changes, like I get mad. Um, hydration affects a lot of things. So just keeping yourself hydrated. Um, so what are some ways that you've learned to do that? I always have a water bottle with me. Um, I carry a little, it's like a 64 ounce um, water bottle. And uh -huh. I have recently got into oils. And so I'll put my oils in the water, okay. taste fruity, citrusy, mm -hmm. however you want to do it. And I just chug it. And usually I'm filling the 64 ounces up twice a day. So that's great. Awesome. Um, yeah, I love that. And we love drinking out of a straw. <laughs> so drinking out of a straw helps you get more water in. Yeah. Hey, that's a yeah. good little secret. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, anything else? Um, and then I would just say, you know, being active. Like if you go to work and you are sitting in a chair all day, like when you get home, 
try and do something outside, walk a couple laps. Um, I would say 30 minutes a day, get some kind of activity in. Yeah, because um, I think a, so many people now mm-hmm. work is sitting down behind a computer, you know, for whatever reason. It's just um, we lead much, um, we're much more sedentary now than in times past. Yeah. And, you know, for people out there who maybe aren't active right now, you know, don't try to like eat the elephant the first week. Just, right. you know, go walk to the end of the block and back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, some people don't realize too, like even getting out in the front yard with your kid and playing soccer for 30 minutes mm-hmm. is going to get your cardio up yeah. and it's going to feel like a workout and you're spending time with your children. Yeah. So working out doesn't have to be like, you know, dreadful or whatever. There's so many ways to get active and get outside, you know, go to the pool and swim a couple laps with the kids. Yeah. Um, if you have kids, if not, go walk your dog, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, I think for me, because Lauren and I both in this last year have really had to contend for our health, obviously me recovering from COVID and stuff like that. And I've always, you know, I've kind of like walked, hit and miss. I've never been like just completely inactive. But one of the things that I think has made such a difference for me is learning how to do things I enjoy. Like you said, you did show up at 4.30 in the morning at the gym and stuff like that, but you never really saw the results and it wasn't something that you necessarily enjoyed. I have found that like, I really love adventure. I like Mm -hmm. exploring. And so I'm putting that interest along with exercise and have just made it this whole thing, Mm -hmm. looking for different parks around me, different hiking trails and stuff like that. And getting out, nature not only does something for me, you know, physically by exercising, but it's where I commune with the Lord. Like when I see beauty and I see nature, I kind of just feel, it's just this whole thing for me. Yeah, (laughs) Like I totally could not do the gym. I would not be consistent. So you got to find your thing. All of us have something. Yeah. You know, just really think about what that thing is. Maybe it is, you know, time with the kids and putting those two together or it's nature. And maybe you are that gym person, Yeah, you know. And I know for me, um, in the last year, I um, went to the doctor and found that I was like extremely anemic and I was very depleted on vitamins. And so I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to go for a walk. I wanted to do all these things, but I didn't have the energy to do it. Um, Also, it affected um, my psyche. Like I just felt more of that depressive state. Like I just felt law. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, once I got onto some supplements and I started supplementing and getting those levels back to where they're supposed to be, and I'm still doing it. It's been a year and I'm still trying to increase those levels. Um, it gave me the energy. It started making me feel a little bit, bit better. And it gave me that that motivation to keep it going. And, and I think you're onto something too about the water. Drinking the water and hydrating for sure helped to go along with that for me as well. And especially if you struggle, you know, struggle with um, hunger, mm-hmm. when you do drink water, I mean, obviously there's a lot of benefits to it, but it does give you that full sensation. And even doing that before you sit down to eat, drinking a little bit of water um, before you start eating, and then obviously throughout your meal, it's going to give you a um, fuller feeling, especially when you're trying to make some of those 
habit changes. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that is what we're talking about. I don't think there's anybody out there listening that really doesn't want to be more spiritually healthy or more physically healthy. It's all a matter of figuring out like, what does that actually look like? And so one of the great things to do is just kind of sit down and, you know, maybe something Brittany said today is awakening that dreamer inside of you. What I heard her say, and it's so true, is there's always more in us and there is more and God does have more and he wants us to live better. We talk about this here at First in Maine. Um, You know, we say we're the avenue to living well. Living better is what God wants for you. He offers to you abundant life, life on that higher level. And it does come back to learning how to hear his voice and obeying that. You know, if you have never dug into the scriptures and you really don't know what the Bible says, you know, begin there. And one of the things the Bible does talk about is stewarding our physical bodies, that our bodies are the temple of, you know, the Holy Spirit. And we have personal responsibility over areas of our life. God has given us personal responsibility and he, you know, encourages us to take authority and um, rule and have dominion in those areas. And like Brittany going back and saying, you know what, I'm going to step back and I'm going to reclaim my family and I'm going to have time with my children. And I'm just not going to, you know, run on the treadmill of life, but I'm going to make some changes and surrender in this area. All of us can make changes. We can grow in any area of our life. So my encouragement to you is start dreaming again of what just might be possible. If you, if money, you know, it's a classic coaching question. If money wasn't an object, um, what would you want for your physical well-being? What would a spiritually vibrant life look like to you? If you could dream about like what your family, um, how it, you know, would, what a flourishing family life would look like, begin to dream about those things and put it down because the Bible says without a vision, you know, we, we, we perish. Um, So develop a vision. You know, begin dreaming again, thinking about those things. And from that place, you begin praying into those things, seeing what Scripture says about those things, and then figuring out, okay, if I really want these things, and this is going to be my priorities, Holy Spirit, help me just know, like, begin taking practical steps in those areas. Yeah, Debs, that is so good. You know, as we wrap up today, I have one last question to ask you, Brittany. Earlier, you mentioned that the Lord was calling you back to your family. You had like this vision to be a better wife and um, a better mom. So do you feel like you have cultivated that? Um, I feel like we're cultivating that. Um, You know, I I feel like I'm always going to be a work in progress. Um, And just because you're walking in obedience doesn't necessarily mean that all the struggles just vanish and disappear. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're walking in something right now where, you know, the Holy Spirit is teaching me how to be a listener 
um, and understanding, you know, what my husband's trying to communicate um, during disagreements or arguments, like not just being defensive or wanting my own way. Um, I, I've learned that I've had a little bit of pride, um, a little bit of arrogance. We're both very headstrong. Mm. Um, and so we're just, we're learning how, how to love each other through challenges um, and not just turn and walk away. And I think right now in culture, it's super easy to turn and walk away um, and not face those challenges head on and do the hard things. Um, and sometimes like even when we believe we're right or, you know, we want to get our point across, um, it's better to just, you know, be tight than right. Um, I, I want that relationship to flourish. I don't want the current circumstance to hinder everything we've built on. Um, and so I think we're learning how to do that together. Um, you know, and that's, that comes from overcoming a lot of childhood trauma. I've had to learn how to trust. Mm. Um, I've learned that I've had a very big issue trusting. And so breaking down those walls, um, and knowing that, like, my husband is somebody I can trust, somebody I can confide in. He's my best friend. He's never going to leave. Um, like, that's that's hard to get to that place um, when you've gone through a lot. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I feel like we're cultivating that. And um, it's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful season. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I am so proud of you, sweetheart. Yeah. Seriously. And, you know, this is what life is about. You just saying that, watching you do that, apart, yes, you're speaking words here on this podcast, but the life that you're living, you are living out in front of everybody, the testimony of Christ. Yeah. You know, because love is patient. It is kind. Mm -hmm. It is gentle. It is long suffering. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self control. Yeah. And these are things that we can cultivate. And when we do them, you are now, yes, you're in the process of cultivating and we never stop cultivating with, you know, there's a time and a season for everything. You may be getting the soil ready right now. For some of you, you may just, the soil's ready and God's planting the seeds. For others of you, it's like the rains of heaven are falling on what you've been, um, you know, planning for a period of time. And for others of you out there, you're starting to see the shoots come up. And um, for others of you, you like fruits on the vine. Uh, where, but w- with one end, there's like a new season to plant. So yeah. it's like we're always cultivating. It never ends. We're, yeah. It's just a steady work. But to be on the sidelines and to watch you have the courage to dream big again, to take really bold steps. I mean, you took really bold steps. And just that, that, just watching you surrender and seeing you talk about and then seeing how God has showed up and, you know, all these aha moments. Your walk is such a testimony to this whole cultivation process mm-hmm. of like what it means to be in personal relationship with the Lord. And it's a witness and it inspires. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. we wanted you to come on today. You inspire me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because there was a time in life when I inspired you. Oh, right? you still do. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel like I'm getting re-energized yeah. and refueled to yeah. dream again bigger. That's the beauty of community. Like yeah. we are to spur one another on. And this is how it is. Yeah. Because we all have seasons where some of us are on the mountains, some of us are on the valleys. But when mm-hmm. we stay in community, with each other, we grow together. Yeah, I love that. And I'm I'm so grateful for both of y'all. I'm so grateful that, Debs, you took on sisterhood when you did so that I could meet Brittany and that we could, you know, be here today to do this. I yeah. mean, it is amazing. And I'm thankful that you came on today. You guys, I asked Brittany like a year ago when Debs <laughs> had COVID, um, I needed a co-partner. And so I actually asked Brittany back then to, to join me and do um, a couple episodes. And it just wasn't the right time. And Man, I feel like today was the perfect time. You know, it's always in God's timing. And I've watched you grow too. And I am so glad to be your friend and part of your journey and proud of you too. Uh, Well, it has been a pleasure being with you ladies. I know had Debbie not called, if she had texted and asked me, I probably would have told her no too. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I was even telling my husband, I'm like, um... So I'm supposed to be on this podcast with Debbie, but Jaden starts school that week. And I was thinking of all these excuses, honestly, to get out of it because I have a fear of talking. Yeah. Um, and so I'm but like, look you at know you what, today. Lord? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and you know, my husband, uh, he's been, he's supposed to been praying the whole time we've been doing this. So I'm like, you need to pray for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that God would just use my mouth. So I just, I hope you know, somebody listening today, um, is just gets a glimpse of hope and, um, is ready for life change and to change things around in their lives. So So good. And I know they are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and excited to cultivate your health, both physically and spiritually. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you, and I hope that you come back and do this again with us soon. Anytime. Thank you. 